Hello, listener. Welcome to another episode of Two Grown Men. There is only one grown man. Uh, it's another filler episode. It will be short. It will be much shorter than the last one. I didn't have to tell you about any hospital shenanigans this week. The reason there's only me this week and the episode is slightly late is actually entirely my fault. In the past, we could split the blame, really, if if we've got to have a blame culture about it. Uh, we could split the blame, by which I mean it's nearly always James's fault, but I come up with some reason uh, why it isn't his fault to try and make him feel better um, and take some of the responsibility myself. But no, this week it's entirely me. The reason uh, we didn't have an episode on Monday, that's why I'm recording this on the Tuesday, uh, and why it's an unusual episode is because at the weekend I was at a comic convention called Thought Bubble up in Leeds. Um, listeners of the show may have heard us talk about this before. It's a, it's a, a lovely comic convention that a few years ago James and I and our friend uh, and podcasting buddy Jane all attended together and James hasn't been able to make it any of the years since due to uh, financial concerns really it is quite an expensive trip and so we wind him up about the fact that he can't make it up there but this weekend I was up there and it was lovely um, I won't go into too much detail about the comic side of it but I will be talking about it a little bit with you and probably with James next week uh, on next week's show and also uh, if you listen to We Have Issues uh, which is the comic oriented show that that I do with uh, James and Jane and others. Um, I'm sure we'll be talking about Thought Bubble on that as well. But basically, it's a very long way away, and we tend to travel back on the Monday, which meant that uh, yesterday, when I normally would have been recording with James, I was quite tired, and I wanted to spend some time with Amy and Noah, because Amy doesn't really care about comics, so she doesn't come up to the convention uh, anyway. So I, I missed them. I had a bit of a wobble on, uh, I think on the Saturday night, um, I, I was walking back to my hotel room. I shared a, a hotel room with uh, the wonderful Timothy Swan, but I was walking back to the hotel room on my own at some point. Actually, it might have been on the Sunday. I was walking back to my hotel room and I saw a, a young family with uh, a little boy about five years old with a little sonic screwdriver and he was still very excited and... Uh, and I did have to give uh, give Amy a ring and see if I could talk to Noah when I uh, when I got back up to the hotel room. I'm not usually a particularly sentimental person, but I did have a bit of a, a wobble then and had to had to get in touch and and it was nice. But anyway, so yeah, I, on Monday I I kind of just thought I was tired, and then I saw Amy and Noah, and especially Noah, and I I realised that I'd been thinking about him a lot. And I just sat there with this stupid grin on my face watching him being silly. If you've got a very small child or you've had a very small child, you'll probably be able to relate to this. Even if you're only away for a couple of days and even if intellectually you can rationalise away a, a lot of the things I'm going to suggest in a second, it, it does feel like they grow up. Over just those couple of days, I, I was away from Friday morning to Monday evening and um, it, it felt like he was just more of a little boy. Anytime I'm away for any stretch of time, it feels like it, he's just walking that little bit better or he's 
because he's pretty much walking now. He's toddling around quite, quite convincingly and he's just communicating more and just interacting with the world that, that little bit more. I think that's a fear of missing out as much as anything else on my part, but it's, uh, it is amazing. They do develop in spurts at this point. Spurts sounds uh, more graphic than descriptive, but it, but it makes sense. So anyway, I very much missed him and, uh, and I very much missed Amy. And so I didn't want to record my first evening back, especially because I was quite tired. So anyway, that's why, uh, James isn't here and you've just got me for a few minutes. And I've already talked for about five minutes and, uh, and I have got stuff I want to get to. So anyway, Thought Bubble is about comics. That's the other podcast, Nick. Uh, I, I won't go on too much about that. But I did spend a lot of time with other podcasters while I was there. Uh, notably on the, well, I, I was up there with, uh, uh, Jane who is on We Have Issues and who I've done mom, the momcast with for such a very long time. And, uh, and her partner is Steve, who I've known for a very long time, but who I've also done the Unanswered podcast and a couple of episodes of Mom, Momcast with. So, um, so I was already going up there with podcasters. Steve and I were, I did our usual thing of doing what's effectively an unanswered episode in the conversation on the way up where we're just setting the world to rights. We didn't talk that much about podcasting. But I did spend Friday night with a group of people who were, who were mostly podcasters, most notably because I've actually been on her show a couple of times. Um, there was uh, uh, Stacey Taylor who does uh, Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour and um, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one, which you should seek out if you're interested. I, I think it's called Podcast in a Half Shell. I'm not interested in the turtles, so I haven't listened to that one, sorry. And Jenny uh, Jenny Newman, who was also there, who who did the 24-hour podcast that, that Stacey Taylor did recently, uh, which I was also a guest on. I've, I've been on the the show with just Stacey once and also the, the one with Jenny. So we were talking about podcasting. And I talked with comic creators as well over the course of the weekend about similar subjects. We got on the subject of just audience, how much feedback we get, what sort of feedback we get, um, how many listeners we've got, how you engage people, how you get involved. There was a long conversation about business cards, which I won't bore you with. Well, except to say that I was completely incompetent. My whole business cards thing was just messed up this year by me leaving it to the last minute and then panic buying some cards that were actually useless as a promotional tool. They look really nice though. Um, they've got one of them has, uh, as David Winart on it, the David Winart from Two Grown Men. And, uh, the other one has, we have issues logo designed by Michael Georgie. So they look gorgeous, but they're ineffective as promotional tools. Um, so there was lots of talk of podcasting. The, the good thing about Thought Bubble and the particular group of people I know, I, I think at the moment, is at a lot of events like this, the potential once you start drinking to be largely negative, like actually not, not negative so much as just bitter, is quite high. Uh, factor into that that we're mostly British and and being bitter is comes quite easily to us, to be honest. The the tendency would be quite high. And although we did cover some fairly uh, downbeat subjects, 
ultimately we were all very pragmatic at the core i think all of the people talking uh, especially on the friday night are people who podcast because they want to podcast first and foremost they enjoy doing it they get they get something out of their system certainly i know james and i do and all of these other concerns are just kind of pr- pragmatic issues that bother you sometimes but you're not we don't spend all of our time worrying about how many people are listening for example or, or whether people like us if we did we might make more of an effort to be more organized we, i wouldn't have just done two filler episodes uh which are just me talking for the last couple of weeks probably if if i was really really worried about keeping listeners happy um we love you listener but but you don't know what's good for you i think that's what i'm getting at you may think you want to listen to a really organized podcast that stays on topic all the time. But, but I think what you need is a bunch of rambling bullshit, probably, that occasionally touches on something every seven hours of audio. Um, it's that sort of conversation. It was pragmatic, you know. Um, and we all like, of the group that was there, I think for the most part, we like each other's work while at the same time having to admit that we don't always have enough time. A few a few things came up. Um, sound quality in podcasts came up, and also audience, not knowing um, how to engage with an audience. All of us, I think, are more interested in getting feedback and getting into a conversation with listeners than we are with the amount of listeners we have. But at the same time, listener numbers are, some of us are obsessed with stats. Having a large audience isn't all any of us are interested in. But certainly in my case, every couple of months, I will think about the amount of time and thought and love that goes into the podcast and um, the podcasts I do. And then I, I, I will look at the numbers and, and see how those match up and, and I'll check in with whether or not, uh, whether or not I understand the audience we've got. The funny thing is when we're just bimbling along and things are going quite normally and it's just uh, James and I meeting up once a week to talk about our kids or, uh, or James and Jane and I or, or any of our assorted guests uh, joining up to talk about comics and it's going easily and it's going fine and we don't really know what people think of us. It's normally just fun to meet up and talk to each other. What's been interesting about uh, Two Grown Men recently is that because James has been having ha- having a few problems and he's been, he's been processing through uh, some mental health stuff and he's been talking very openly about it, the nature of the feedback we've been getting from the show has been incredibly gratifying um certainly for me i don't know how james feels about it because he weirdly i don't think really likes people being that focused on what's going on with him um even though he he podcasts twice a week we're complicated humans aren't we but yeah we've been getting a lot of feedback that says that people can relate to the stuff we're talking about a lot that it it's good. It's not good exactly, but it's, it feels important to hear, um, about this stuff that it's made them realize stuff 
that they've been going through or whatever and it's been incredibly gratifying and the the funny thing is at those moments when it feels like what we're doing here is if not important necessarily at least has a value uh, has a social value beyond us meeting up each week and uh, having a laugh um it's at those times that I start looking at the numbers and feeling like we should be reaching more people. That sounds really pretentious. Um, I do have a point and it isn't nearly as, uh, uh, that I am getting to eventually and it isn't nearly as pompous as this sounds. Although you'll, you'll probably argue with that listener. I don't know if you haven't already tuned this out. The thing that surprised me, the thing that always surprises me, um, isn't so much how many people are listening to this. It's, uh, it's that our peers in podcasting always think there are more people. Again, it's incredibly gratifying to hear that because it, it makes it feel, it makes it feel as if the people listening think we are sufficiently interesting enough or good enough at this that they're surprised that so few other people are listening and it's nice it's nice having a small family of people i think we're at who listen i think we're at a point now where nearly everybody who's listening is someone that we actually communicate with in one way or another either on facebook or on twitter or that we we actually know when we see them at conventions or, or any of this stuff it's always nice hearing from new people um and we try to be approachable but having looked at the numbers uh, of people who listen recently, it's it's become apparent that most of the people we know do feel comfortable talking to us, which is great. The thing that was fascinating to me over the course of the weekend are the the things that all of the podcasts I know I know personally seem to share. We do it for the love, but we also try and promote what we're doing. We would like, of course, it'd be ridiculous to claim we wouldn't like more people to be listening. Um, and none of us know how exactly to achieve that. And listening to other people, it was, it was interesting to hear that we, we all feel roughly the same way. And, uh, if you've paid any attention to me on, on Twitter or Facebook uh, over the last few years, and I may even have talked about it on the podcast before, um, you'll know that every few months, normally around New Year's Eve, but every few months I'll go on a, a bit of a short internet rant. It normally lasts about half a day. I try not to take it out on everyone about the way people share things on the internet. Um, a few years ago, this was all about self-promotion. Uh, the, the, question or the discussion I was having in my head was all about self-promotion, about people not wanting to promote themselves that much, feeling uncomfortable about it, not wanting to be a bore, not wanting to not wanting to swamp people's uh, Twitter timeline with just them talking about themselves all the time. To the extent that people had new books out and would feel weird mentioning it more than once, well, mentioning it once a day, um, they'd feel like it was crass to do that, which I've always thought was ridiculous, not having had any books to promote. I, I, and I think we've got to the point now where Facebook and Twitter 
are so full and people have become so good at picking through the bits they're interested in and tuning out advertising and bits they're not interested in that the concern of being boring like that is largely a not a silly one but but a less relevant one i think as long as you're not just talking about stuff you want to promote people don't mind too much if you self promote and I kind of feel the same way about sharing the work of others. Um, I'm obviously at this point referring to you sharing, you talking about us, you talking about two grown men to other people. But I mean this about pretty much everything. Because the thing I've noticed is that the vast majority of people on the internet don't think twice about sharing stuff from one of the famous people they know online or the internet famous people they know online there'll be a flurry if uh, Stephen Fry or Graham Linehan or someone um, discovers something no one has any trouble sharing that which is fine kind of except that it's weird because it creates a situation where people are just sharing the same stuff with people who are already following the same people that they're following while at the same time people seem more reticent about sharing smaller stuff this is probably just human nature and it's absolutely fine and if you have come to the way you use the internet the way you share things on the social internet the way you use the like function or the favorite function or the retweet function or the reblog function on tumblr or whatever any way that you find to work with the social internet is absolutely fine and i don't want to feel like i'm lecturing anyone about that but one thing that I do think happens is I think there is a situation where there is a culture where people would like to be promoting the work of uh, smaller people, more independent people, uh, people like us or people like Stacey who does, who does the pop culture parlor or the fantastic cast or the small press stuff that they read or the bloggers that they follow who other people don't follow. But for whatever reasons they don't they use the like button or the favorite button on on facebook instead of or sorry the favorite button on twitter um rather than actually sharing now there are plenty of reasons i can think of 10 reasons why you might listen to just without even i'm not going to list them i could think of 20 i could think if i'm not going to list them i could think of a hundred reasons why you might not want to share uh one of these podcasts only about half of those are about self-loathing on my part as well. And certainly this episode is a bit of a weird one. There are plenty of reasons. Some people like to keep more of their personal lives private than I I personally do. Um, if you're into comics, you might not necessarily want all of the people who are friends of you on Facebook to know that you're into comics. Or um, if, for example some of the stuff we talk about on here that's about mental health really resonates with you you might not want everyone in your office to know that this resonates with you and i totally understand that i also don't think we make it easy for ourselves because uh, it does take us roughly an hour to get to one salient sentence on this particular podcast and we do swear a lot and we do talk about wanking a lot and quite a lot we talk about poops uh, and winkies and all sorts of other stuff and I get that. But if you do want to share us with people, if you do want to share us or any of the other podcasters or 
bloggers or comic creators or musicians. The internet kind of, especially the social internet, thrives on sharing stuff. The like button and the favorite button and the little heart button on Tumblr, those are nice. It's really, really nice if you want to support a creative person's ego, pressing that button helps. It's really, really nice to know that people think enough of you that, that they at least want to press that button. That's totally cool if you want to support their ego. If you want to support the actual work, it's worth thinking about sharing. Even if you only do it when something particularly grabs you in an episode, um, even if uh, you don't want to do it every day that you read a, a webcomic, an episode of a webcomic that you think is okay. Um, all of the success stories and all of the things that are really cool on the internet that have ended up getting noticed, things like XKCD or Dinosaur Comics, um, all of the podcasts that are successful, nearly all of those grew out of people being excited by them enough to share them. If we don't excite you enough that you don't want to share us, that's absolutely fine. I get it. I totally do. But if you're assuming that a show like this finds its own audience or that any of the things that you enjoy on the internet find their own audience, I just, uh, I just want to stick my neck out, uh, based on the conversations I had at the weekend on behalf of all of the people who do do this stuff, any of this stuff, who make stuff on the internet, uh, to say that a like or a favorite goes a long way to making us feel good about ourselves. But sharing our stuff really does help. So if you like us, share us about, basically. Oh yeah, we, we like to be liked, but we love to be shared. I mean, obviously, if you do share us with anyone on your Facebook or Twitter, it is worth, worth warning them about all the wanking talk. I should mention you don't have to worry quite so much about the wanking talk on a lot of our peers. I don't think uh, Steve and Lacey's Fantasticast talks about wanking at all. Stacey's Pop Culture Parlor probably does a little bit, especially when I'm on there. But yeah, so the weekend's left me feeling pretty positive about making stuff. Probably doesn't sound like this. It's, this sounds like I'm begging for you to share, um, begging for you to press share or reblog or retweet or whatever, or tell people about us in your own words, um, or tell people about the other stuff you like in your own words. It sounds like I'm begging. It sounds like I spent the weekend thinking about this stuff a lot. And I did spend the weekend thinking about this stuff a lot, but I didn't spend the weekend whinging about this stuff a lot or crying about it or anything. Um, we're still going to keep doing this, even if we never get that huge audience. But we've got a really small audience right now. So if you think more than 20 people should be listening to us, and you've got any friends or colleagues or members of your family that you think might get a kick out of this, um, or any of the things that you like online, tell them about it. Just keep telling them about it. That's, uh, they probably don't need you telling them about X Factor or The Apprentice or any of that stuff. They're already watching that stuff or Doctor Who. Those things are already established and it's, it's nice and cozy to know that we all like them. But try to support new stuff. Please try to support new stuff, even if it's not us. Go, throw money at David Wynn and tell all your friends to throw money at David Wynn or Michael Georgiou or um, loads of other people I'm forgetting. The people that you think are great making stuff are happy doing it. 
but a lot of them are struggling. One very, very good friend of mine uh, over the weekend said that she probably can't afford to keep doing the art stuff anymore. And she's one of the best artists I know. So I'm not going to share a name because that's not fair. It's depressing hearing stuff like that. So yeah, share. If you like, don't just like, share. Anyway, none of this sits comfortably with me. All of this uh, big upping and lecturing, social social lecturing. There's many, many worse things going on than podcasts having fewer listeners than than you think they have. It's all good. Uh, James will be back next week. And the part of the reason I'm saying this now is that he'd get really uncomfortable with me saying it and would probably keep talking over me. And he'd be right to because it's idiotic. Listen to what you want to listen to. Do whatever the hell you like. You don't need my permission, do you? I watched a bit too much Midnight Caller when I was growing up, obviously. I'm going to go now. James and I will be back next week. Uh, I'd love to hear what you think of this mini episode. <laughs> to be honest, I'd just love to know that you don't hate me now. <clears throat> anyway, bye listener. We'll see you next week, hopefully. Or hear you next week or speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.